can't believe the number of different news stories I have in front of me, and I hope that you can just hang in there. It's going to be a very busy program today, one that you absolutely cannot afford to miss. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The world is a bad place, a bad place, a terrible Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. Last night I got an email from a listener who is, I think, a new listener and said after listening to the Monday program, the words of this old song, Reflections of My Life, that particular verse had come to mind and I thought about how fitting it is. We are living in a very troubled, very difficult, very unusual unusual time to say the least and there are times I don't even know what to think anymore as I look at the morning news each and every day now you may not realize it but today August the 31st is actually a very very special day for this program believe it or not it was one year ago on the 31st of August that I produced the first truth to ponder radio program And honestly, I had no idea of how the program was going to do. When I started the program a year ago, when I first thought about it in the summer of 2020, should I do this program? And I prayed about it. I thought about it. And I I was comfortable with the idea that maybe I just needed to be that extra voice crying in the wilderness during a turbulent time between COVID and the election. Back last summer, I kept fearing that people are not being told the truth when it came to COVID-19. I feared that the media could not be trusted to tell the truth about COVID or about the election. And as we shared many a time on the program in the early days, I didn't know if we were going to get a respite, a little bit more time. Or was everything going to go into this falling apart? It's like the tires just coming off the vehicle. When I started the program, I thought maybe maybe we'll make it to November. You know, I'll do September, October, maybe, maybe November. I had a friend that had gifted me enough funds to buy the initial airtime to run about two, two and a half months. But as we got to the election and after, I realized I need to continue at least a little while longer. And then one by one, many of you began to support this radio program. We added KVOH in January of this year. Hard to believe we just finished seven months on KVOH. We are on a number of frequencies, not as many as I'd like, on WRMI. And I'm praying for some doors to open. But I realized something, and before I get to these news stories, this allow me to share, this is important. And I want you to pray with me, think about this, and see what may come to your heart and mind, and share with me your thoughts. When I started the program a year ago, and just like today, it's a one-man operation. It's just me. 
I, I come before this microphone. I try to do research. Oh, the night before, when I get up in the morning, I'm trying to constantly be ahead to give you a program worth listening to. That's my goal. Some days it is not easy. Some days the show takes care of itself because there's so much going on like today. But it dawned on me this morning as I was kind of putting some finishing touches on on some of the stories that I'm going to want to share with you today. It suddenly hit me. Now, Now follow along. This program is more than me. It's bigger than me. It could be a lot bigger than just me. It doesn't need to be all about who I am. I am nothing but a messenger. I am nothing but a person whose primary job in life for years was preaching the gospel. But in these very precarious times, I have to bring truth so you can see the gospel. And we're living in a world like I've never seen in my life. I've got stories in front of me today. I was thinking, what is it going to take to go to the next level for this radio program? For the last few months, I've been thinking about what other things should I do? What things will work? What things will not work? And and sometimes it just means going back to the, the primary mission. This is essentially a radio program that is a news magazine of sorts. From time to time, we have interviews, and I plan to have more. I try to get behind the headlines of the news stories that you and I are seeing and try to give you a perspective that will lead you back to the truth of God's Word to give you hope and to give you extreme confidence in your faith in Christ Jesus. That's the most important thing I can do. There was a time years ago that my job for a while was primary. I built websites, but I I don't have the time to do that anymore. And, And I think about, and I've been struggling for weeks. What should I do with the website for Truth to Ponder? It's okay. I guess it gets the job done, but it's not doing the job that it could. And, and I know the day is going to come when the internet gets tighter and tighter and tighter. This program as a podcast gets smaller and smaller in its footprint. I know that day is coming. But that doesn't mean we stop now. That doesn't mean we give up and walk away like like President Biden had us do in Afghanistan, leaving a day early. By the way, I really believe, and I thought about this. This is just my opinion. Why did we leave early? Like, why did we leave a day early? We were going to get out, you know, after the 31st, on the 31st, and we left a day. We left either nine hours early or we left 20 or 30 some odd hours early, depending upon your perspective. Did we kowtow to a threat of another bombing? Another bad photo op for for President Biden. How many Christians got left behind? We'll talk about that today. I am just livid. I am angry. I am ashamed of my government. And I am totally ashamed of everybody that is operating in the White House today. From the president to his cabinet to his phony mouthpiece that gets on front of the TV and lies 
and lies and lies. I'm tired of woke generals more concerned, as I said yesterday, about critical race theory nonsense. This fool of a general, General Milley, this is on your desk. This is your mess. You had time to plan for it, time to do it right, but you chose to do it wrong. And how many people will become hostages behind enemy lines? And you all smile like, job well done. We're finished in Afghanistan. No, we're not. We have just empowered these people with $68 billion in weapons, intelligence, and an air base. You failed miserably in your job. You had one job, to get Americans and those that helped us for the past 20 years out, and you absolutely failed. If you had any decency, any manhood, any respect, every one of you would resign. Not, not a one would remain. Everyone would resign because you're unfit to serve our nation. And so I think about this radio program. What is the next place? What is the next step? What should we be doing? For an entire year, I have done this program. And I really believe this program needs to continue going forward. But I'm going to need some help. I think we're coming into one of the most precarious times. We're seeing it now. This is unraveling. For those that say, hey, we'll vote the right people in next year. And maybe in 2024, yeah, we'll get it fixed. You're a fool if you think you can. I don't think we have until November 2022 to fix some of the disastrous mess that's going to impact our nation in such a negative way. We cannot wait 15 months. We can't wait literally three years for a presidential election. Besides, the Bible says, do not put your trust in princes or the sons of men. And maybe maybe so many of our people, our good church people, have been so tied to politics, we'll just get it fixed at the voting booth. How about we fix it on our knees in our churches? We're failing. We are failing. And the mission going forward for this radio program has got to be multi, well, in multiple directions, multiple things. Number one. We have to remain doing what we have been doing, going behind the headlines, giving you the news stories that the bankrupt intellectually, morally and spiritually mainstream media, the lying NBCs, the lying ABCs, the giving cover to this failed administration, CBS, and, and even worse, the moral bankruptcy of an MSNBC and CNN. They can't be trusted because they're known liars. They are nothing but propaganda ministers working for an ideology. Truth is not even important. So on one level, this voice needs to remain on shortwave. We need to be on more shortwave radio stations because I think the day's going to come that will be more dependent upon getting our listenership base built there than anywhere else. 
I think of ministries that have walked away from shortwave over the years when they had great audiences and support and they decided they they were going to be internet stars. We're going to be this star and a TV star. And while I want to use every tool available in front of me, yes, I want to use the internet. Yes, I want a decent web page. Yes, I want this to be a podcast for those that are coming on board. I should never just have all my eggs in one basket right now. And so we will continue to try to expand this as a podcast. And I'm praying two things, three things, actually. Number one, maybe find another shortwave radio station to add to the mix. There are a couple that come to mind, people that are shortwave listeners. You know the ones that I'm talking about, but you know it depends on what time is available and how much they charge. We've been very blessed to be on one of the more powerful stations, WRMI, and I'm, I am pleased to be on KVOH. But there are a few other stations that come to mind. I'll be talking about some of that a little bit more tomorrow or Thursday, some other stations that are coming to mind and possibilities. And we, we ventured into an, a very unusual arrangement that was hard to pass up in, in, in Delta, Utah. Maybe there are other stations in places just like that. But I'll tell you what else we need right now. I need people that know how to write news, that can help me put this together. I thought about changing the website entirely, where it's not just about the radio program, but it becomes literally a news-type site, kind of a magazine or a news format. Yes, the radio program will be there, information about the program, things that were on the program, other news stories, other writers, other contributors. I will build the platform if you're looking for a place to place your news. I'm hoping that God opens the door to to be able to even hire a couple of people, even if it's on a very part-time basis, to help with the website, to help in the writing, even to keep track of those that have helped and to support this ministry. It's, it's It's all on my shoulders right now. And I'm more concerned about the news stories that I've got to get to you, and I'm trying to find a way to get to them all today. And I'm realizing we're, we're, we're not, we're, we are literally at a threshold. The time is short. When I started this program a year ago, I didn't want to become just another news program. I, I don't need to be another InfoWars or something along. I don't need to do that. I need to bring you some of the same stories that we share, that that our world sees, but I want to bring it to you from a biblical perspective and give you some of the reasons that maybe you're missing on some of the stories why they should be important to you. We have saw in Afghanistan, we have walked away for a photo op. They're hoping for a good photo op coming up in September, on September the 11th. They don't want to have our soldiers in Afghanistan on September the 11th. 
And I think what we inevitably have done is we have trusted the enemy because we are run by fools that don't have the common sense, as a friend of mine used to say. I don't think General Milley, I don't think Secretary of Defense Austin, I don't think any of them have the common sense that God gave seafood. And these are the reprobates that are now running our nation. Secretary Blinken, Secretary of State. You got a president that is obviously compromised and drug around like a puppy dog to say the words he's supposed to say. And it breaks my heart. And we have so many people running around this nation all deceived, hating God. And we wonder why this nation is going down so rapidly. And it is going down. You cannot tell me. I don't care that the real estate market is hot. It really is hot. Yeah, the price of a home is just skyrocketed, which means young people can't afford them. But remember 2007 when people were warning, you know, this thing's going to bust one day. 2008, the economy crashed. Biden uh, and his buddy Obama got in office to fundamentally change America. And all they did in eight, over eight years is divide us, divide us, and divide us even more. And we have Democrats that steal elections. We know that. I mean, that, that's just what's going on. I, I, I fear that'll happen in California. The attempt will be made. This program is sitting at a crossroad right now. And it's really up to you what you think this program needs to do. I've got a couple of people that I know. I need to pick up the phone and say, listen, you need to record a segment or you need to join me once every week or two because you have a talent God gave you. I know you're frustrated. I know your heart is broken. I, I know that you are trying to deal with this world as it is today and you're angry. I get it. And I know you need to make a living too. I'm just praying that God will open the door. I want to see the podcast grow until it can't grow anymore and then be able to withstand as it gets reduced as people find the alternate ways to listen to this program. While we have time, that that those words from Scripture come to me all the time. While we have time, let us do good unto the household of faith. While we have time, let us share this message of the gospel. While we have time. And too many people are sitting around waiting for something to happen instead of being proactive and doing. Listen, I am supposedly retired. But I'm going to do what I can as long as I can, and I'm going to fight to keep doors open to make it possible for those that follow me. And I really want to see this ministry grow in such a way that, yes, it is definitely, it's got the credibility of more people involved than just me. I'm honored that God laid this upon my heart to start it. And I hope to continue with it for as long as my voice holds out. And as long as God gives me permission, I want to be here doing this particular radio program. I know we get into some stories sometimes that may seem off the wall. And as one person said, I started listening occasionally a while back, and you said some strange things, and, and now they're all coming true. I'm not a prophet. I'm just someone that looks at the world pragmatically and with open eyes, and I understand the evil 
that is in the world today. Look, the apostle, the apostle John wrote it in the Bible. The spirit of Antichrist is already here. We don't have to wait for the Antichrist. The spirit of Antichrist is already here. And it gets larger and bigger and stronger as the days, months, and years go by. Things that are happening in our world today are preparing the average person's heart and mind to accept things that they otherwise would never do. And as the world gets so bad, you know the rest of the story. We'll get into that in a few minutes. Didn't think I'd be saying this much in the beginning of the program here in this first anniversary of Truth to Ponder. But I want to thank every one of you to date that keeps this program on the air. Every gift, large and small, all seems to just miraculously come together and keep this program on the air. I'm going to probably reach out to some people that I know to say, do you believe I should take this program farther? Do you need? I, do you think I need to have people that can help? Right now, I do the research. I, I get before a microphone. I do the printing. I do the editing of, of the actual radio program. Then I have to do the write-up. Then I have to do the distribution. Then I have to pay the radio stations. It, it, it's This is... This is what I do, and I'm the unpaid employee, just so you know. I am not paid to do this, but I wish there was enough funds to pay somebody to do some things to grow this program. Right now, I am surprised how the program has grown and how many people it reaches and how many people are edified in the body of Christ to have real information and news and be able to sort between the lies and nonsense that come out of our mainstream medias and newspapers. You know, when I started, I remember when I was back in college, journalism class, there was a time that media was considered by the the founders of the republic that we call the United States. It was called the fourth estate. It was to keep the other three estates honest. That was the plan, a free press. Today, The majority of that free press is nothing more than a propaganda mouthpiece for an ideology. And now social media has grown like a cancer. And they suppress whatever the government does not want you to know. This is no different than Nazi Germany or the Soviet Union with Pravda or the People's Daily Worker newspaper in China back under Mao Zedong. This is what we're coming to. No different. Of course, evil always just repeats from the same playbook because it always gets away with it for a season. And with our poorly educated students, they can't tell the difference. They they don't know history. They don't understand this. So they just go along with the flow. Hey, I got my iPhone and I got my iTunes and I got my video games and life's grand. As Satan himself, as Satan himself, is luring them away. I want to share something from Scripture. Then I'm going to get to my first news story here. I would strongly advise you to find your Bible, wherever it may be. Go to 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Read the entire chapter. It's only 17 verses. Won't take you but a few minutes. 
But there are a few verses that I want to just direct your attention to right now. Starting at verse 8. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders. Yeah, the spirit of Antichrist, already here. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Now listen to that again. This is verse 10. This part. They receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. They hate the truth. They have believed willingly a lie. And verse 11 is the warning. And this is what I see today when I look at the Biden administration, when I look at Chuck Schumer, when I look at people like Nancy Pelosi saying, I'm a good Catholic, yet I believe that we can kill babies in the womb and everything else that goes on holding political prisoners while they ignore people that were killed and lost everything during the riots of last year. Verse 11, And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. I'll read that again. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. And verse 12, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Those verses from Scripture completely fit the Western world today. Living in delusion. The Bible also talks about the reprobate mind. We'll get into that probably on Thursday or Friday. I think I need to really give you a message on this delusion and the reprobate mind. Right now, this program needs to continue to grow. I need your help financially, work-wise, whatever-wise. I need to keep this going. I feel this, what's the word I'm looking for? I feel this urging that the time is short. The time is short. And people are living in this world of delusion that is increasing. We need to get the good news of the gospel out to all of them. As I wind up this segment, I'll push some of these news stories into the next segment. I want you to think about what happened in Afghanistan. And forget what they tell you on NBC and CNN. And even they're beginning to wonder about President Biden's mental health. How often have we been lied to? Now, I want you to think. A deluded mind, a reprobate mind, one that cannot discern truth. Who would shut down a military base, which would be your way of getting people that have supported the United States and even those whose life is in peril because of their faith, 
having yielded to Christianity? Who would give up the safe way to extract out of the nation? Well, this administration did without any warning to even American citizens and Afghan support personnel, our military pulled out, left the base undefended, and the Taliban ran it over. They got $68 billion worth of goodies, including arms, helicopters, who knows what. What kind of a mind would do something like that and put people in even more of a harm's way? How many, what kind of press secretary gets on the television? What kind of general gets on the TV? And what kind of president get, gets in front of the TV uh, with uh, Stephanopoulos on ABC? Oh, we'll get them all out. You know, there's, there's a guy by the name of Glenn Beck. You've probably heard of him. Does a radio program. Raised a lot of money. He's got a bigger show than mine. He's got a bigger audience. He's been there for years. I remember when he first started 20 years ago, I was working in Sarasota. He was working for what was then known as Clear Channel Communications, now known as iHeartRadio. And he was just a local radio host in Tampa, the group that I worked with, the Tampa, Sarasota, Bradenton region, and Venice. And they put him on the air beginning at 9 o'clock. He did an afternoon show. But after 9-11, they needed somebody to do news on a local basis. They put him on. Then he got on a few more stations, and the rest is kind of history. He raised $20 million, I think, or more, trying to get Christians out of harm's way in Afghanistan. Who is making it hard to get the Christians out? Our State Department. Yes, Secretary Blinken, you want to condemn young girls to be raped and killed. You realize that when the Taliban, who, by the way, because they're getting all this information from us, they're now getting help from the Russians and the Chinese to track people's cell phones. If you are found in your house to have given your life to Christ, they will burn you alive, literally. This is the legacy of Afghanistan that our administration and our government is leaving. And there's going to be a price to pay. And what you're seeing right now, you're seeing this mass delusion for those that hate the truth, those that are living the lie, those that have spit in the face of Jesus Christ. I need your help like I've never needed it before. I really do. I've got a few news stories I want to run through very quickly in the next segment of the program. I, I think it'll be, let, let's just call it rapid fire when we get back. Our website is truththenumber2ponder.com. That's truththenumber2ponder.com. Man, I need to rebuild that site. I think it would be a great news site with people that can contribute and help write I just pray that God can, can tie it together, put the call on people's hearts to make it happen. Like I say, we'll get back in a moment. If you believe in the ministry and you want to support us financially, uh, we'll still be here for pretty much the month of September in Georgia. That's something else I got to work on, a regular place to have all support and mail go to in case we're traveling. And, and so I'm praying about that too. I got so many things on my plate right now. 
And so just keep that as a matter of prayer. Our mailing address is 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263. That's our secure box, 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, Berkshire Lane. And put on that line, number 263. That is the secure box that they use for us. And we are in Sky Valley, two words, Sky Valley, Georgia. And the zip code here is 30537. 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263, Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. I need your prayers. I need your help. I need your support. And if God is talking to you, I need to hear from you as well. And with that, we'll be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Half your blessings coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. A legend from Asia. It said that there once was a man from one of the Mongolian tribes, and he approached his king with a complaint. He said, I live in poverty. The only thing I own are these rags. Well, the king replied, I'll give you riches, I'll give you pleasures, I'll give you luxury, I'll give you honors, I'll give you recognition on one condition. And what's that? The man said, give me half of what you now own. Well, it sounded like a great deal. Half of what he owned, he just owned rags. He'd give half a rag and obtain riches and honors and pleasures, all that he dreamed about. The king continued, give me half of your family. You have two boys, give me one. You have two Eyes, give me one. You have two ears, two arms, two feet, two hands. Give me one. It was then that the beggar realized how blessed he was and that what he had in his poverty was worth far more than any riches or any fame or any honors or any pleasures that the king could give him. Well, so with you, my friend. You may not have much in this world and you may be looking at what you don't have, but you know what? You could have the whole world and all the riches and if you don't have God, you've got nothing. But if you don't have anything in this world, nothing at all, but you have God, you have salvation, he loves you, and you've got him, then you've got everything, and you are truly rich. Now, I'd like to receive special teachings, daily teachings with the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus to give you victory for every day of your week, updates on Israel, prophecy, a free subscription to Sapphires, and the incredible Mystery of the Temple Doors, all free. You'll love it. But how do you get it? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, my friend, but call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. And I invite you to join me in the Great Commission to bring salvation back to God's ancient people, Israel, and reach millions of unreached peoples around the world on five continents. You can be part. You can literally touch the world. Through shortwave radio broadcasts, you can touch the globe. It's incredible. Just call one 800 Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Now, how do you write me? Just write to the nice Jewish boy at box 1111. That's in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy. It's box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, give thanks, my friend. You're blessed. Shalom Aleichem. Peace to you in Messiah. Sar Shalom, the Prince of Peace.
This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I want to welcome you back to part two of our Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. You know, that first segment didn't go the way I planned it. I had some other things that I wanted to share, but I just really felt strongly, strongly that we are at a crossroad. Here we are, the first anniversary. This is one year ago today. Actually, it was a Monday last year, but it was the 31st of August when we began our little test pilot program for 60 to 90 days of Truth to Ponder. And like I said in the beginning, I thought it would only last till maybe November, maybe to the end of the year as we try to get through this COVID wilderness and insanity of an election. But the whole world became unglued suddenly together. And we've seen literally what I call the reprobate mind and mass delusion in the eyes of people in our governments worldwide. Got a couple little stories to share on that. Did run into something just a, just a short time ago that was brought to my attention. And, and I, I saw this, and it, this is two of the FDA's most senior vaccine leaders. Now we're talking the FDA. They're leaving. And their departure so soon is raising some questions about the Biden administration and the way it sidelined the FDA on a lot of the pandemic and the and the vaccine approvals. The FDA completely short-circuited what they normally do with the NIH in any kind of a vaccine approval. And so we're reading this story that these two giants that uh, over the decades have been helping to bring safe and effective vaccines are just walking away. Marion Gruber and Phil Krause. They are the FDA's top vaccine regulators. They're stepping down. And if that doesn't speak volumes, if that doesn't scream out for why, and they'll say, don't worry, you know, you can be confident this is no political pressure to push the boosters and vaccines for kids. There was a judge, you probably, I'm sure you've heard of it, I'll just mention it briefly, Cook County, Judge Sapiro told, he, he, he backed off finally, but he had told this mother, uh, they were in just a a hearing about child support, and I'm not going to get into their personal lives. They've been divorced seven years, and they've had a 50-50 joint custody arrangement on their son. And the judge decided out of nowhere, hey, are you vaccinated, ma'am? Uh, well, no, my, my doctor said I can't. Well, until you're vaccinated, you can't see your kid. That judge is a worthless reprobate that needs to be off the bench. He has no business. He is not justice. He is not the one to be the arbitrator of your health. But apparently he is so scared of the virus because I guarantee you he probably has no fear of God. And everybody's so afraid of the virus, but they have no fear of God. How many churches rushed to shut down last year? How many are still shut down? The Delta variant, yeah. Ran into a story just the other day 
from somebody that's been doing this kind of medical work for, I don't know, 30, 40 years, and they are becoming increasingly convinced that these deadly variants are coming from vaccinated people. Now, how could that be? Because the vaccination is providing the obstacle course for the virus to mutate. And as it gets past the virus, it becomes more contagious to everybody. That's just what he's saying. And of course, for saying that, guess what happens? Twitter shuts them down. Twitter Twitter thinks that's misinformation. So does Facebook. So does YouTube. You can't say that. The Ministry of Truth has gotten together to erase the past and history, and we now agree this is our truth for the day. You know, when I said one, many a time, I, I forgot about this. My program used to end up on YouTube. I think it still does. I don't know. I haven't paid attention. I'm afraid to look, but I did look a while back, and I saw a lot of my programs were taken down for misinformation because I said the virus came out of a lab in Wuhan. <laughs> I was right. They were wrong, but will they apologize? Of course not. They're the ministry of truth. They'll just reinvent the past. We have people that don't have the ability to reason anymore, to think about the future, the past, the present. They just live in an eternal today. They live for the moment. I've known a lot of people in my life that live for the moment. And they're never happy. They never find what they're looking for. Their lives are generally a shambles. Because they just keep looking for something that's not there. And I keep looking at stories about the vaccine passport. And I'm not here to talk about the virus much today. Too many other important stories. But I, I will share this. Because the vaccine passport has nothing to do with COVID-19. The vaccine passport has nothing to do with keeping you healthy and safe. It's nothing to do with any of it. It's about power. It's about control. And you look at the the governors and the mayors and the people that really push this hard and heavy. They're generally speaking people that are, shall we say, living in the spirit of Antichrist. The truth is not in them. They're, they're exactly what 2 Thessalonians say. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion they sh- that they should believe a lie. I'm telling you, this is where this program has got to go. We need to point the news out, shine the light of truth on this darkening world, make it a spotlight, a really bright one, and then expose it in the light of God's word for what it is. I think of ministries that had opportunities to to acquire radio facilities that people you know, the internet people, you don't need stuff like that. That's foolish. We, we've got the internet until they turn it off. Pull the plug. Take your website down. Wonder how many, wonder how many Christian news sites and what have you will disappear because the uh, hosting company decides they don't want you. You saw what happened to Parler earlier this year back in January. Amazon Web Service pulled the plug. You know, a lot of companies, a lot of churches, and I'm going to just this. I'm I'm going down a rabbit hole here, but forgive me. 
How many churches are using free stuff like Wix? How many churches are using GoDaddy? Now, these are the kind of companies that, besides the fact they have hidden cost and they pretty well take advantage of their customers, especially GoDaddy. I have no use for GoDaddy. I've had nothing but trouble with them over the years and a few others. But see, they've already, in some cases, and I don't have the story in front of me. I read it about a couple of weeks ago, and I put it aside in my stack, and now I don't have it. But somebody, they decided, you know, had what they call misinformation, so they decided you can't be hosted here anymore. And they gave them only so many hours to get lost, and they pulled the plug. They never got all their stuff down or backed up, and then it took them forever to rebuild. So you got to watch out. Some of these hosting companies, they'll pull your plug and disconnect you, and they won't bat an eyelash about it. They don't care. It's hard to find companies, and I don't want to say the ones that I use because I don't want to get them in any kind of trouble. But I'm just telling you, there are companies out there, and they're coming. They're they're going to become harder to find to host your church, to host your like a radio program like this and the stuff that I'm doing. Some of the things I'm doing will come to an end. Some will have served a purpose for a time, and I'll use everything I've got available to me to make things work. But I'm telling you, the day's going to come that certain sites, by the way, even people said, you know, when they talk about how bad, how bad YouTube is, and they are. I mean, they've they've nailed me and they've uh, thrown off a lot of my videos because of misinformation. I'm surprised I didn't get a strike, but apparently it wasn't bad enough. But they just they just muted the audio and turned it off or just, or just got rid of it. But, you know... I think now, what we're what, what to expect next? Everybody ran off to a place called Rumble, and a lot of folks say, "Yeah, go to Rumble, go to Rumble." Well, Rumble's in it to make a lot of money. They're not in it as a ministry, and some of the investors are wanting more, shall we say, censorship ability. And the money's going to talk, and some of these things that are getting away with things on Rumble today, you you mark my words. As the angst and anger picks up in 2022, a lot of stuff's going to disappear. I just have this really strong feeling that even Rumble will be a place where uh, that's going to be censored. It's, it's just going to happen. I, I just feel it. But these, va- these vaccine passports, just opening a door to tie your credit score, your social credit, your life history, and your medical history to a digital ID. And then when they decide cash is a dangerous thing because it spreads a virus, who knows what they'll come up with. And all of a sudden, when you want to go buy groceries, you'll have to use your, you'll have to have your government-permitted financial money that went into your bank or whatever. And if you don't, do what the government says, you don't get your money. You have people in the Democrat Party right now saying that people like me should not get their Social Security or their VA benefits or their Medicare, whatever it is, unless you're vaccinated. Or you can't, we'll take your, if you have a gun permit, we'll take that away. We'll take your guns too while we're at it. Hey, we'll take your driver's license. We're going to bar you from a, from grocery stores. 
You have people literally screaming for that right now. And, and they're, not, they're not kidding. They mean it. Right now, they're in the majority in the House of Representatives. They have the White House. And they almost have the Senate. How are you going to survive in the days and weeks ahead? While I'm thinking about it, I think Thursday I'm planning to have Jim Calhoun back on the radio program. A lot of folks listened and really enjoyed hearing him talk about living off the grid. And I've got his program. I don't have the times in front of me uh, available right now uh, from the Truth to Ponder online radio channel. It, it airs a few times. And, and I'm going to get you the address, and we're going to have him back on Thursday and then I, then he's doing his own one-hour, uh, once-a-week podcast, and we'll be helping him, too. I'd like him to be more a part of what we're doing here. He's another one of those kind of people that can really be a help in the future of this radio program. I, I'm not going to mention uh, another person's name that I was communicating with this morning, and I'm telling this individual to start praying. I know you're having a difficult time, but start praying that God can use you again as he has before. I think of radio ministries that are offshore that could reach all over the Western Hemisphere. I can think of ministries that are reaching all over the the Eastern Hemispheres that need to be up and running. But everybody wants the Internet these days because that's all people live for is the Internet. We, If it's not on my iPhone, it's not real. Friends, it's going to get real real fast. And I hope that you understand what I'm trying to tell you. For those that know our Lord, we should know that the words fear not appear more times in the Bible than a whole lot of other things we think we're grasping on. Noticed a story in the Daily Mail out of of England. Osama bin Laden's former bodyguard. He's back in, in Afghanistan. How about that? He's back there celebrating because, see, they won. America tucked tail and retreated in shame leaving people behind. And our administration tried to paint it over, whitewash it, and lie. The blood of martyrs is going to be upon their heads. And yet the grand delusion, the great delusion that the Bible talks about will blind them to the truth. They're going to believe their lie that everything's fine. They have yielded their hearts to satanic forces. That's the only way to explain some of the things that I'm seeing today. In all things, we can't trust the news. We can't, they don't want truth. They want us to believe a lie. Another story that I'm looking at right now. COVID, once again, is going to cause some supply chain woes. Numerous U.S.-based food distributors are reporting difficulties in fulfilling orders as a lack of workers weighs in on the supply chain. According to reports, distribution giant Cisco, one of the largest wholesale food distributors, is now having to turn customers away. That, my friend, is deeply concerning. There's a lot going on. Israel, who thought they were doing the right thing by mass vaccinations, is beginning to realize that 
natural immunity was better all the time, and they're beginning to see these vaccines may not be working as advertised. Texas Governor Abbott issues a ban on vaccine mandates, but the FDA is going to probably use its power to go after them and sue, of course. What is this what is this insatiable desire to have everybody, even infants, to get these unproven, untested vaccines? What kind of long-term damage are they going to do? We don't know. Yet everybody thinks this is what we have to do. And now they're talking about the booster shots. Look, I remember last year, you know, when we got into December, actually the first part of the year. Already doing the radio show. And the conversation came up, you know, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports. We talked about it in January and February. I had emails come in and saying, you're out of your mind. You're some kind of a lunatic fringe. What do you, you know, what kind of a nut job are you? They'll never do that. This is America, the home of the free and the land of the brave or the home of the formerly free and, and chicken military leaders now. And what are they talking about? New York, vaccine passport, or you can't come here. Can't go here, can't travel, can't do this. They were even talking about you can't cross state lines unless you have your vaccine passport. Your papers, please. Show us your papers. Supply chain woes. And now they're talking Well, it started out a month ago. Well, you know, some of those older and compromised folks might need a booster shot. Maybe everybody needs a booster shot. And the question I'm going to raise today is how many of those are we going to need over the next 10 years until the population is dead, reduced? What is the game plan here? I mean... You know, you, you give it you give us little lies in, in bite-sized pieces, hoping that we believe it. Oh, and speaking about all the variants, saw this headline. I'm not going to get into it today. Don't need to because you follow. The scam never ends. Pfizer's CEO predicts. You ready for this? This is this this is the leader of a of a drug company that paid the highest fine in the billions of dollars for fraud, medical fraud. They predict an emergence of a vaccine-resistant strain, and they'll, they'll have to develop a new booster <laughs> to treat it. That from Albert Barella, who warned the resistant strain could, is likely going to emerge any time now. We're work, and they're working on it. They're working on it right now, the new booster shot to save your life. And you even have Dr. Fauci considering booster shots. You ready for this? Every five months. Every five months. Fauci's already talking. Booster shots. Every five months. Maybe saw one sign of hope in a headline. The mainstream media might be questioning some of the narrative. (laughs) It's about time. Our mainstream media has just taken it all believing everything they're told. We know that lockdowns don't work, but governments keep doing it. Australia is one that just keeps doing it. I don't get it. 
and the vaccine passports have become a reality. Now, I'm going to share something that I shared from yesterday. A teacher in California, you remember this story? I want, and there's a reason I'm, I wanting, I'm wanting you to really capture this. Hates the United States so much. Hates it so much that she encouraged her kids to pledge allegiance to the rainbow flag, basically the Sodom and Gomorrah flag. And she thinks it's funny. Okay, so during third period, we have announcements and they do the Pledge of Allegiance. I always tell my class, stand if you feel like it, don't stand if you feel like it, say the words if you want, don't have to say the words. So my class decided to stand but not say the words. Totally fine. Except for the fact that my room does not have a flag. It used to be there. But I took it down during COVID because it made me uncomfortable. And, um... I packed it away and I don't know where, and I haven't found it yet. <laughs> but my kid today goes, hey, um, it's kind of weird that we just stand and then, you know, we say it to nothing. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I gotta find it. Like, I'm working on it, I got you. <laughs> in the meantime, I tell this kid, we do have a flag in the class that you can pledge your allegiance to. And he like looks around and he goes, oh, that one? As I said yesterday, the teachers identified as Kristen Pitson of the Newport, Newport Mesa School District in Orange County. And she is what is teaching young children today. And, and she's not alone. There's thousands of them across the United States that are teaching our children today. The reprobate class has taken over much of our public education. You know, I read a story where Harvard, they have a new chaplain. You may not know it, Harvard was found as a divinity school many, many years ago, like centuries ago. But they have a new chaplain, he's an atheist. You know, schools like Princeton, Harvard, Yale, they were all divinity schools. There's nothing divine about them any longer. This is the world in which we live. This is why I need your help in getting this radio program going. We need to help you. Thursday's program, we're going to talk about preparation, how to even be off the grid if needed, how Christians work in our new economy. If you're looking for a, a free pass out, don't expect it. The early church never did. Christians over the centuries have not. Think about the ones stuck behind the lines in Iraq. Many will be burned to death, killed and raped for their faith. I need you more than ever to help this ministry. Check out the website. You can write us. Our mailing address, 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263. And we're located in Sky Valley, two words, Sky Valley, Georgia, and the zip code is 30537. I need you more than anything, but also I need you to pray for me. Until tomorrow, may God bless. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.